0: A priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. Episode 16? Yes. The
1: Untitled Podcast. We don't come hard enough in our intros. I think <laughs> you guys were cool. all talking about coming in all soft-spoken, like NPR. Like that's, I, we need some blocka, blacka blocker when we come on.
0: <laughs> oh
1: <my laughs> I guess so. I guess it's all fun, really.
0: A <laughs> <laughs> titled Catholic language. podcast featuring John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I just saw. A video. Okay, okay,
1: all listening audience, guess which one of us had that sound recording ready to go on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It was the one that's ordained.
0: (laughs) There's a priest in our rectory that has a parrot, and I tried to teach the parrot that noise. I would go into the room and just play this. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you've
1: shared that on the podcast before. Well,
0: just in case you forgot, now you can remember.
1: Only like two people have listened to every episode, anyway. So we, we just
0: all all four listeners we just lost because the first ninety seconds were just the air.
1: <laughs> but think of how many I, listeners we gained
0: that's by true. doing the same thing. I think we're if so people know our strategy. We're really trying to dip into the DJ Khaled market. <laughs> <laughs> we're the best. Another What's up? one oh man well the episodes we started by kids coming into nolan's office and him kicking them out because he had to record this
1: yeah I just came from retreat I'm uh, uh you know you know made a lot of kids day took them out of school and had a nice experience at our uh, at our seminary and uh, then I came back and told them, get out of my office kid. I'm, I'm doing something much more important
0: <laughs> yeah. than saving souls i'm recording a podcast i, I just spent the whole day with you. you you do know i'm sick of you now right get off my lawn well i here's actually i do have a couple questions i just thought of um because trinity what, what's the retreat system like
1: so at our school we do um two retreats uh excuse me um Every, sophomores and, and freshmen go on retreat like with their religion class it's, it's kind of just part of the curriculum every sophomore, every freshman goes and they go in our own retreat center and then juniors and seniors are optional juniors is a, is a day out at the seminary so seniors is an overnight at uh, St. Joseph's Villa in Hampton Bays which is one of my favorite places in the world and that's
0: seniors you said,
1: right? yeah so you and want to know a fun
0: fact? sure when I was a senior in college, Father Joseph Fitzgerald would bring me to the senior retreat at St. Joseph's. What was it? What's it called? It's St. Joseph's Villa. St. Joseph's Villa in Hampton Bays. And I would give a talk and then stay overnight and then give another talk. Um, and that is where I met the current youth minister
1: for Father Sean, Tila. And, then and, now, to, br- and to, to bring this all full circle, Tilo came to our senior retreat this year and gave the same talk that you did well not the exact same words but <laughs> spoke spoke at the same point that you did and shared that she remembered your talk and it had an impact on her at her senior retreat just five years ago so bam talk about fruit that. and the Holy Spirit and connections and, and all that good stuff it, all that good makes, God stuff
0: it makes me question what I'm
1: currently doing with my life <laughs> yeah <laughs> I it was all part of your plan. Thing. You it's molded some other. You molded some other people to go and do youth ministry work, so that you could go break away and do concerts. <laughs> concerts. Um, <laughs> that's cool. That's five,
0: Wow, five years. I'm old, huh? Is isn't that cool? That's crazy. I should send Tilo a message saying I heard that uh, your talk was not as good, but.
1: That, I did not I right. say that, and, and, and I know Tilo's an avid listener now, and I'll tell her exactly what I said to Father Sean after the retreat. You got yourself a darn good youth minister. Oh, yeah,
0: all thanks to Justin.
1: Because I, I see talent from a
0: mile away, and I saw Tilo a mile away, and I said, this kid's got talent, kids.
1: Looks <laughs> like the... they have got any of the glory, okay? just make sure you get all the credit, yeah, Justin. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's right, and then all the kids in my youth group were like, what are you talking about, J Mags? I said,
1: sit down and shut up, would you? All right,
0: back <laughs> get off my lawn. Yeah, back to the video. None of that happened. To God all the glory, as they say. Father Sean, you look upset that you haven't talked yet. Say something. <laughs> I am just thinking about all of the great things that Nolan and Justin do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Talk about topic for a, for a podcast. That's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The, the untitled pat-yourself-on-the-back podcast.
1: <laughs> Those guys are so full of themselves. They're so full of themselves. That's Gosh, cool. They're so, was this, humble.
0: And then, actually, even more full circle, Nolan, that I brought my youth... Well, well I guess my the 8th grade that eventually formed into my
1: youth group to you to run a retreat for the day. You did. You came to my place... And I still see some of those kids. As a matter of fact, some of those kids were on retreat with me today. See, that's Damn. crazy. That is crazy. What's even crazier is I'm coming on on the next concert with you to uh, be a roadie. That's right. You will no, be I'm there. Just no, I'm not. <laughs> But you will be there. Well, I will be somewhere where you will be in a month from now. And technically,
0: than. that is the next concert with.
1: Oh. Toby. Excellent.
0: So looking forward to it. That's the next one with him. N C Y C but we'll we'll do a whole episode on that I think. It makes me wish I was there. Why can't you go, Father Sean? Because I have other things to do. Like what? Like Shh. priest stuff. <laughs> He's oh, got to turn you... around. Turn uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> around <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got another priest convention that day? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> How is all things in the world of the priesthood, Father Sean? Do you want the real answer or the answer <laughs> I could say on the air? Uh, <laughs> give us a middle ground. <laughs> no, it's it's just doing what you what we gotta do. You know what I mean? It's the it's the same stuff, just a different day. I see what you Some saying. days some days are more exciting than others, and by exciting that could either mean literally more exciting or
1: or um, for the record, this is not the vocations podcast, otherwise your answer would be a lot different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it would be the same, I don't lie. Speaking of vocations, are, are there st- the, the holy hour for vocations, where, where do they occur currently? All over the place. So there, it's like a holy hour for vocations tour. Yeah. That's cool. Featuring that cool. Toby Mac. Featuring Toby Macs i uh recently was tony, to book- <laughs> yeah, tony max tony we, that's we, actually
1: a that's a story uh nolan we could we could get a lot of people there by telling them tony max is coming Tony and max. they'll think we're saying toby mac but we're saying tony max and he, uh it's uh, just father that, sean in disguise that's, that's <laughs> it with, that, with a fake mustache going man
0: i'm tony max man <laughs> hey look at me i'm tony max ah. <laughs> someone once introduced him at a festival like that years ago so it stuck that's great um <laughs> I saw so I, this is random, but we were at South Carolina at the State Fair, and there's this old guy named Jimmy J that was kind of the promoter in charge. and you know what was going on. He was definitely should have retired 15 years ago. but <laughs> he anytime I' would call him, there's no way he saved my number. So the first time I ever called him, he must have saw that I had an area code of new york and he goes hey new york forget about it what's it gonna do to you huh jimmy J <laughs> I was like what So he is that, that of how off? was he trying to imitate a new york accent or that's yeah, how he's we trying talk? to imitate a new york accent but imagine calling an area code that you or getting a phone call from a random number from minnesota and saying oh don't you know minnesota oh yeah minnesota and then starting a conversation with someone that you've never talked to you know some people are just interesting people i thought that was hysterical well you oh, thought it here was funny or you thought it was weird yeah, i feel I like mean, most I...
1: people you couldn't get get away with that with you can, no you have to be old yeah but he was also talking to the right guy if he was talking to you when he
0: oh yeah i i i was hysterical laughing he's like all <laughs> right jimmy j who's talking <laughs> i was like what's going on <laughs> do you remember do you remember that that when you were shooting your video uh, for school, that movie that you did, and that old guy auditioned at <laughs> his headshots. There was, like, one headshots where he was wearing, like, a jean, like a denim shirt and, and jeans and then a red, like, puffy vest. He, he looked made like it into Marty McFly. He's in the and movie. what did you say? He made he was it. In the, yeah, I know. How could we not hire that guy? And that it I'd was say, great. i say hire. We didn't pay him, but... It was amazing. That just inspired me to rewatch that movie now. I was thinking I was, about that the other day. It was good, right? It wasn't bad. I did a movie called "A Man Named Bob" Nolan. Okay. About like a, a homeless guy, and then some guy who has a conversion through his relationship with the homeless guy. Not to why be have I never seen this movie? What would you say, Nolan? Why have I never seen this? I
1: don't know. Is it on it YouTube? Was good.
0: No, it's it's on Vimeo. That's not it, won, a thing. it won, like, a couple awards and everything. Really? Yeah, it was in, like, the Long Island something film festival. It was in the Long Island Film Festival. I gotta check this out. I don't want to be mean, but it didn't win any awards there. It won audience choice at Adelphi. At Adelphi. No, but it, it, it at least made <laughs> it, it to won, the festival. It won, a, it won a couple of awards. <laughs> no, it did. I mean, so, the being selected to that is an award. No to be honest, your mom made a certificate on the computer and gave it to you. Probably. That's, <laughs> Sean's, just, Sean's just jealous because his ma- his uh, masterpiece didn't make it into... The film I never festival. submitted it anywhere. Well, it probably wouldn't have made it, let's be honest. <laughs> it wasn't... What My my senior thesis project turned out pretty good. It was good. Mine was better, but yours was good. <laughs> wow. This yeah, is
1: getting sure. salty real quick. Yours, yours, yours was good. See?
0: <laughs> See, avid three listeners. It's I've avid... A good relationship with my brother. and He's a priest. I could say things like that. Right, Father Sean? Oh, the silence. <laughs> so, Nolan, um,
1: <laughs> what are you planning on being for Halloween this year? Well, my boys keep asking me to be the Flash, but I don't have a Flash costume. And I'm definitely not spending any money for myself to dress as <laughs> something for Halloween. But I do have a Flash t-shirt, so I'm hoping that that... Um, that fits the bill. I know it's kind of lame, but... What do you think are... that
0: they'll be satisfied with that?
1: Would they be satisfied? That's what I don't know. I, 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 I've told them a couple times before that I've only got a t-shirt. I don't have a costume. And it doesn't seem to be registering. <laughs> can, I,
0: can I make a suggestion? Sure. What if you wear the Flash shirt, you get some red pants, and then you get, like, a, a mask? Then you're the Flash.
1: A pretty lame flash, though, right? I mean, it's it's, it's better. It's better than uh, wearing a flash shirt and blue jeans. <laughs> sure, because then I'm just a dad. <laughs> a dad, yeah, at a Mets hat. I would not wear a Mets hat with a red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you then, have I, some dig- then I would be you the have clash some dignity.
0: <laughs> the clash is that what you just said? Yeah. <laughs> I have I
1: have standards and dignity, you know.
0: Father Sean, what are you going to be? I was going to ask you first. Because I figure you're not going to be anybody. So then it could transition smoothly into me. Yeah, I don't have anything. (laughs) I'll probably just wear a turtleneck around. So last year, I was the uh, Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. And I went into the school and it got everyone really excited. This year, at one of the holy hours, um, I was wearing my cassock. And this kid said that I look like Kylo Ren. So I bought a Kylo Ren mask a hood, the lightsaber, and some gloves, and I'll wear my cassock and go into the school as Kylo Ren. <laughs>
1: That's pretty. You have a lightsaber too?
0: Yeah, I have his lightsaber, not just any lightsaber. Excellent. It's it's kind of like a cross, right? Yes, it's or a lowercase t. It's a lowercase t. A backwards lowercase t. They probably go crazy when they see you. Yeah. Hopefully, nobody tries to rip off my mask like last year. What do you mean? Last year, all these th- these kids attacked me and was trying to trying to rip off the Stay Puft
1: mask. <laughs> were they attack you, like, you in get excitement? out of here, kid. You bother me. <laughs> 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 did, they,
0: did they attack you in excitement, or are they trying to protect themselves because they thought the world was ending? Cause no, I think they were attacking in excitement, and none
1: of the teachers did anything about it. Well, that's why you're smart to bring a weapon this year. Yeah, I'll just... <laughs> Like you should get really into it, like scary into it, like full lightsaber movements. Well I, I think
0: I'm gonna have Tilo come in the lunchroom too and then use the force to like throw her across the room. You should never dress <laughs> dress like Ray. No, that that that, is, that that gets weird.
1: That does get weird. But do it <laughs> yeah. but that's kinda of why I wanted you to do it. <laughs> 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 It goes from Halloween costume to reenacting the Force Awakens in your cafeteria. Well, I
0: could say I'm pretty sure since she's never seen movies such like such as Jurassic Park and other classics, she's never seen The Force Awakens.
1: Probably not. I, I
0: disagree because it's new, so maybe she did see it.
1: I I highly doubt it. You wanna make would a you, bet? Would you give her a raise if uh if she's seen it? I'll buy her dinner. And I, and
0: I like I won't go to the dinner. I'll just say here's money go buy yourself dinner. <laughs> get her a gift card.
1: Here's $10. Go to Starbucks and get yourself yeah. a, macchiato. Get a see, macchiato. Go to Starbucks
0: and see if you can find Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Wait, what what would our bet be? I don't know. I'll just prove that I'm right. All right, text her and then by by the next segment she'll probably answer. No, she'll w. she'll answer tonight. And we'll never. Anyway, know. what was the what was has your best costume ever been, Sean, Father Sean? Uh, I mean, best as far as what? Best reaction to people slash. I mean, I don't the state state puffed marshmallow man obviously got the best reaction because I went into a school filled with kids. Yeah, that's fair. But as far as the the best, in my opinion, was the one when I was the Riddler, and our mom made the costume. That was really good. She cut out a bunch of um, question marks and sewed them onto thermal underwear and, and dyed the thermal underwear lime, lime green. That was a great costume. Yeah. That's
1: pretty awesome. What about you, Nolan? Um, my band, when we used to play uh, Halloween shows, we used to dress up like together. And one year, to bring it full circle to our show, we were the Goonies. Oh, that's awesome. And that that's was incredible. Really awesome. I, I was data. And, and and we had everybody and we we had even had the older brother and like uh sloth it was it was pretty cool hey Chunk, guys. yeah that's really good i used yeah. to go as mike piazza that's probably the best one i had just said did you make a beard before yeah i did, or, or bit, I did
0: the i did the uh fu manchu nice with a wig and then my mike piazza jersey and baseball pants Remember when you showed up, to the, up, you went to the game dressed like Mike Piazza and you freaked out a guy? Because <laughs> <laughs> you were in, like, what, second or third grade when you I, did that? I must have been in second grade. Yeah, so he turns the corner and this guy jumped.
1: <laughs> Mike he Piazza, you shrunk. He,
0: he thought he must have thought he was a troll. Because <laughs> Mike Piazza and I share the birth, same birthday. So I went on my birthday and I brought a sign said happy birthday mike it's my birthday too oh and that's cool. i dressed as mike piazza <laughs> the troll.
1: you did kind of look you know, like a troll
0: it was my 16th birthday <laughs> <laughs> i think the my the three or four years ago when i was at the parish we did a halloween party for kids and it was a, a big success it was a lot of fun and i went as a conehead and there was this one girl <laughs> who was in fifth grade at the time she came up to me and goes, "What are you?" And she, she's still sassy. I was like, "I'm a conehead." She goes, "No, you're not. You're just a big thumb." And then <laughs> walked, <laughs> and then walked yeah. away. And like to this day, she just calls me a big thumb. Thumbs so it's up. Pretty funny. Thumbs up. Peace up. Eight we- town down. And on that note, <laughs> let's take a break. Welcome back to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. We didn't actually take a break. We just paused on our recording. Nolan, you had a... Don't reveal uh, our secrets! <laughs> <laughs> Nolan, uh, you had a topic that you were thinking about bringing up.
1: Yeah, something I've been thinking about a lot lately. So, we're in October, and October I feel like is one of those months, maybe the most, where there's just like so many things associated with this month like it's respect life month it's breast cancer awareness it's one of mary's months and there's just a lot a lot going on a lot to think about so like,
0: hispanic heritage month is and that's right
1: that's right so and there's probably more that we don't know about halloween month if if you really are into that sort of thing yeah <laughs> right so <laughs> so what do we you know as like as the church year goes on there's like different time periods and obviously lent we know what to do that's like a a, you know really special time but there are like moments throughout the year whether it be holy days feasts um you know months that we dedicate to to mary or to other other devotions so like how do you you know in the modern day how do we kind of like recognize those because we can very much Very easily go about our lives like it's like no difference and how much should should we recognize those things
0: i always find it like one of those things where it's kind of like hard to really wrap your head around it because how sometimes it gets a bit much you know what i Mm -hmm. mean and like when you said one of mary's months how many months does mary have like doesn't she I, i mean i
1: thought october and may that's what i was thinking yeah
0: may is mary's month and then october is like rosary month right right so I guess like for Rosary Month, you could do something where you have organized Rosary um, things, and you could always tie that in to Respect Life Month. Sure. I guess
1: I don't know. It's 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 kind of hard because if you do too much, it could get boring. Well, I think I think you want to r- avoid like trying to like do too much, and and then make nothing that special. You right. Know? Like, I think for me, like, I guess some... It's just come to my prayer recently that, you know, I probably don't recognize a lot of these things that should. Even even just day by day, like the feast day of a saint. And it's not necessarily, like, a hard and fast rule that you have to recognize that day in any particular way. Right, but especially
0: I, I, since some of them are optional to begin with.
1: Right. But I, but I do think that, like, the church has it built into the calendar and into the seasons, into the time of year um, for a reason. And, and it can be fruitful if, if you do... Um, if you do invest in it and if you do uh, find ways to recognize it. So I guess like I'm asking if that's true, like what are some simple small ways that the average Catholic can enter into that, can, um, can recognize those things and, and maybe get bear some of the fruit from them. I mean, I'm, I'm stuck on the rosary month
0: because that's like an easy one. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, 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 am not a fan of programs. Does that make right. sense? Totally. And I think that when you when it comes to things that are private devotions, you want to be able to encourage those private devotions. Right. Not not that I don't think the rosary should ever be prayed publicly or, you know, but th- to have like stuff where you can like there's so many things online now. Like there's like sceneoftheday.com and stuff like that. You can encourage people to check those out and, and to create habits where they're checking in on these things. But I feel like if you try to do too much on like a parish level, then it just becomes like, oh, that's just another thing that the same 20 people are going to go to.
1: Right. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not necessarily even talking about on the parish level. I'm talking about on a personal level. Like I'm talking about in your own spiritual journey like you know what way like what you could do for yourself i mean, you know for me like I'm thinking like and again this would be like picking like one thing uh, you know a month to do you know but maybe like the month of October um you know I'm gonna read a little bit I'm gonna read uh, something on the, on the rosary or um you know as we get uh you know as we get closer to some of uh, as like we get closer to some of those feast days in like I'm thinking like June um, where there's like you know Sunday after Sunday is like a, and uh, an important feast day. Like maybe about like reading up on some of those and and having some background. Um, I just think I think that the church has them there for a reason, and that like personally we should take it upon ourselves from time to time to try to investigate and to try to use them as ways to grow.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. I, I see. I'm always looking at it because I have more of a public role, so. You know, when I encourage these kind of things, it has to be encouraged, usually from like a broader um, perspective. But if if um, you know, someone came up to ask me, or in my own life, you know, because I celebrate mass when I'm celebrating the mass of a saint, you know, I'm I'm saying the prayers for that saint, so that it kind of like fits into the nat- natural rhythm of of my own schedule. But I think that Advent and Lent are the easiest ones because there's tons of literature out. Like Magnificat always provides like a companion for Advent and Lent. So those are easy ways to do those things. But if you want to look at like, um, you know, there's what's his name? Um, that, that famous book, Butler, Butler's Lives of the Saints. Right. Oh, yeah. You can always use that because um, that of the way that's kind of written. you can use that. You could look at like a life of a saint every day. I was going to ask Father Sean, do you for feast days and such, do you tend to preach about the saint or do you ever, or do you just go from the gospel? I try if I'm celebrating the feast day of a saint to preach about the saint. Okay. I try not to give, I try not to give a bio because you could look that up online. Um, but I, I I try to give a basic Bible and then say, like, well, this person did this, this, and this. So how do we apply that into our life kind of thing? Because a bio, like I said, is just – you could go on Wikipedia and read about it. There's there's one priest in Nashville. That, that's pretty much all his homilies for weekday masses. The bio so of is, the saint?
1: The bio of the saint, and it's very boring. Yeah. So I don't... Yeah, I mean – it's it's one of those things like if you're just giving away like factual information and you're just kind of like regurgitating something that you read um it could be super boring but like i also find the saints like when told the right way when their stories are shared most importantly like where like the holy spirit was involved in their lives like i find that to be some of the best ways of of evangelizing and teaching right um this is a, a, while we're on this topic a friend of mine said he went to mass on
0: Saturday and there was like 15 languages spoken or something like that like different Morning like or that. night uh Saturday night so Okay they, so it was a Sunday mass okay Sunday mass and there was like all all this all these different nations represented and stuff like that Is that part of is that one thing of October is it like unity month or something like that Probably somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, that sounds good. I hate when on like Facebook and stuff where it's like nat- National Bagel Day. All the bagel kids rejoice. <laughs> bagel
1: kids unite.
0: Bagel kids unite day.
1: <laughs> Seems like everything has a day now. Now I don't have to be weird for having a bagel for lunch. <laughs> that, yeah. The one day say? a year. It's National Bagel Day. You can't say anything. (laughs) All you people not eating bagels for lunch are the weird (laughs) ones on this day.
0: (laughs) Tuesday, October 24th. You're the weird ones. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, on that note, let's take a break.
1: Welcome back.
0: That was funny. Um, anyway, <laughs> Father Sean, your yes. contribution to this podcast—you—you you said you were thinking about something. Sounds—it like, sounds a little more. Uh, what's going on? I hear kids yelling in the back. Are they trying
1: to break into your office, Nolan? Do you need help? No. It's like High School The Musical after school over here. <laughs> You just have the door um, locked
0: and say, a, a sigh that just says closed.
1: Be back in 20. It said, should say shush, but it doesn't. Shush! <laughs> hey,
0: shush! When was the last time you've been shushed? Probably yesterday. <laughs> Remember that time Sean, you, and, you I, and uh, Noreen Graham got yeah. shushed at that diner? Yeah, I saw her two weeks ago and reminded her about that. Where'd you see her? At some Kellenberg dinner with Joe Moncada. Oh, nice. Speaking of, I, I hope that everyone enjoyed the episode with Joe Moncada. Yeah, we're sorry for the audio problems. It's okay. Are you, though? I am. I'm very sorry for two reasons. <laughs> first, the first reason is that I'm sorry that you have to listen to that. The second reason is it, it took uh, quadruple the amount of time to edit to try to fix some of those things. Well, they have it. So, let's hope our audio is good as we discuss what topic, Sean. So, one of the things that I was thinking about recently is um, basically uh, sacrifice, right? I think today we live in a society that doesn't have a lot of people willing to to sacrifice for others. Um, And I look at, like, especially someone like you, Nolan, who works for the church, which oftentimes... You know, you're not going to be getting uh, a big fat paycheck at the end of the uh, month. And there are certain sacrifices that you have to make in order to do that. Like even to live on Long Island, right, is okay. expensive. Absolutely, sure. And so, like, I, I think that um, I was having a conversation with someone not too long ago, but I guess long enough ago where they were talking about how all these people – have summer houses and they don't have a summer house and, and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, but if you have to work as hard as you would need to to get the summer house, the only week you would see your kids is the week that you're um, at the summer house. So uh, that idea of, of you know, living a lifestyle that you're not going to be able to have all the luxuries that maybe some of your neighbors might have and that that idea I just want to talk about that idea of a sacrifice well so are are you saying because i I hear that as like by not having a not having a summer house is not a sacrifice by any means well if you live day. in a neighborhood where everyone has a summer house then it is a sacrifice
1: yeah it is but relative I, it, I guess
0: it I mean the question is relative yeah like you know, you, you're in a place where it's like, oh, you can go to vacation. Everyone um, goes to vacation to like Disney World or something like that. And then your vacation is visiting your, your parents in Florida. You're not going to Disney World. You're just hanging out in their house because you can't afford somewhere like Disney World because you choose to work for the church or something along those lines. Or you choose to have more than just one kid and that gets expensive. And so you don't have all the luxuries that you would have had. If you just had one kid, you know, something yeah. so, like it, it applies to lots of different situations.
1: Yeah. It's certainly something that I've, I've thought a lot about, you know, working for the church and, um, you know, do you, you know, where do you draw the line on like doing like what everyone's doing, you know, as, as, as nice as uh, and and fun as a place like Disney is, um, do we need to be a family that goes to Disney all the time? Um, you know, or are, are we, you know, a family that maybe never gets there or maybe gets there, you know, lo- only once, you know, once every like uh, seven or eight years. And, you know, it's kind of like becomes a once in a lifetime experience because we just don't have the 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 funds to, to do it and to make it happen. And, you know, how do we talk to, to kids, to, to our kids about that? Because um, on one level, you know, it's, it's an m- important message that, you know, sacrifice is important, and it's part of what it means to be a, a Christian person. But it's also, um, you know, we're sacrificing things that ultimately aren't um, the aren't important. We're sacrificing things that ultimately don't get us to heaven. Um, but the reality is, they do have to face their friends in school and their their peers, and they have to look around and see the neighbors that, like you say, maybe do get some of these other luxuries.
0: And then your. The I guess the hope I mean we'll say specifically for someone that works in the church is like that your your kids understand that your call to a life of mini- ministry so to speak, where yeah. that you're intentionally sacrificing a certain lifestyle in order to build up God's kingdom versus like you're just not working hard enough to go to Disney. You know what I mean? Obviously so you're saying that like that that's what you're hoping to communicate is that it's it's a call to ministry
1: and i think even like in in like disney i think is like more of an extreme example like i'm just thinking of like things like you know having a phone like i don't know we're not there yet my kids are super young but um and who knows the way the world changes by then but like you know, my my kids, in all likelihood, I'm going to want to reserve giving them a phone or, um, or a TV in their room or some other luxuries that um, other kids might get at a younger age. A, because I think it's important lesson to learn that we don't need to just do everything else everyone else is doing, and I think it's an important lesson to know that, like, those things don't run our lives, but also because we need to save money and we need to find ways to, you know... Uh, Make sure we're spending our money, the money that God has blessed us with wisely, especially, you know, that we're doing, you know, we're we're working in in ministry.
0: And it's not just a ministry job. Like I know of a person that I know very well who's a teacher in an area where the school is very affluent. Mm -hmm. And you have both parents working full time jobs and they have um, all of these luxuries and all of the luxuries are not necessary. So it's like if you were to get rid of if you didn't live in that neighborhood and you didn't have, you know, four SUV Mercedes SUVs or whatever and then the two summer houses and stuff like that, you wouldn't need to work that hard and then you're never with your family. So these kids are being raised in 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 by other people because you want to be able to keep the luxurious life that you have so it's not it's not just ministry because that that relative way of looking at it right like you you want to have all this all of these things and all of these possessions and I think we do that to the detriment of our families or um, you know whoever but it's it's not it's not just um, on that large of a scale like Disney or something like that it's something that is within our our own our own life as well. Are when we are we used by things like you know like my phone. It's nice to be able to contact someone um, wherever I am or to be able to check my emails wherever I am. But am I am I using am I using the phone or is the phone using me? So that sacrifice sometimes is something that goes into something like that as well. That we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and really ask: Is this something that I need, or is this something that I just really want? And and denying myself it is that going to be spiritually fruitful? So something like a phone. You, I mean, could you make an arg? You can make the argument that you need something like that, right? Okay, but and then I see what you're saying. So, a question like for someone that does have a lot of money, so to speak, when and there's no line, but like when is it too much? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, even for anyone that we're called to give and then when, when, how much do we give? You know, like all that kind of stuff is sort of a gray area. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's one of these things that you have to look introspectively. Like, for example, um, somebody had asked me to contribute to uh, a cause that they were, doing. And it was, it's, it's like a monthly subscription type of thing. It's not just like a one-time event. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I looked at it and then I was like, well, I don't know if I could afford that. And then I looked at spending habits and the things that I bought that I didn't necessarily need. And I was like, well, if I cut those things out, then I can afford to do this.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's really hard to train ourselves to do because we're not, I think in our world today kind of form to do that young people and and even people our age like it's just not in our like typical uh construct to do those things but um we really like as a as a culture and as a society and you know it starts with each one of us individual have to kind of step up and 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 look at it from that perspective
0: now what what's the the concept of tithing father sean
1: the idea is to give ten
0: percent of what you make to the church. That would be what would be recommended. Okay, and do you agree with that? I mean, I I think that you have to really examine what it is that you're spending your money on. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you're if you're you're saying if you're going to Starbucks and getting a Tai Chi latte and spending five bucks a day, that's thirty five dollars a month a week times that by four whatever that is right you could you could easily give that money to the church right because do you need to have starbucks coffee every day right i mean no because Dunkin' Donuts is better and way cheaper
1: so then that wouldn't be much of a sacrifice for you justin if you <laughs> no, if you ditched starbucks say, yeah, for, for duncan
0: i don't need yeah i don't need starbucks i'll just go to duncan now if you say you can't have duncan then well, then we got a problem we we had a neighbor that every day would go to the deli and get the same sandwich and then get a a big snapple, right? Yep. So that's like if you were to just get the meat from the deli and the bread, and then get the snapple from Costco, if you're gonna be drinking it every day, you you save like ten dollars, uh, or like eight or like five or six dollars a day by doing that. Oh yeah. So would you challenge people to find something to to do that towards? Yeah, I, I think that if we're living a life that's too comfortable, then that means that we're not we're not doing it right. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you should be struggling to find your next meal or something like that. Or like that, you
1: shouldn't and you shouldn't replace your coffee with gasoline or something like that. Right, right. <laughs> like Joe Moncada. Joe Moncada. Um,
0: like, you don't, you don't, That that's not what I'm saying. You don't want to hurt
1: yourself, but at the same time, I think we have to look at that question, do I need this? Well, put it this way, I, I think, I think there's there's a balance to be struck somewhere, but I will say this, anytime I have ever sacrificed something, be it like, staying up in, an hour later to watch a, a, a TV show, or like, um... You know, doing something for pleasure or for fun, as opposed, uh, or I should say, sacrificing something for pleasure or for fun in order to pray or in order to get a head start on something more important. I've never, like, looked back and regretted it. Yeah, like, me I've neither. Never, yeah. Ever. Like, I, there's never been an instance in my life where I said, man, I really wish I would have just spent that money on myself instead or spent that time on, on something mindless instead. Like, I've always felt more blessed and grace-filled having, having sacrificed. Yeah. And
0: it doesn't it doesn't even have to be um financial stuff like so that's kind of like what you're saying. You could sacrifice an hour of TV or the radio in your car and stuff like that. Or just like when you look at like the way a parish runs, right? It's like the same 20 people that volunteer for everything. Everyone's busy. It's not like the 20 people that volunteer have nothing going on. I mean, there are right. some people who are retired who do have nothing going on. And that <laughs> That's that's not who I'm talking about. But like but you know a guy like a guy like Lorenz who he's got a lot going on, he's sacrifices. Yeah, he sacrifices his time. And then what ends up happening is that we tend to rely on those people and not train the new people to, to do things or encourage other people to get involved. Because nobody wants to, to, to do anything. So how as a parish priest do you cultivate that? culture you want to you want to first show that you sacrifice so that you're not asking people to do things that you yourself don't do well you're a priest so i hope people would recognize that yeah but like you you don't have to necessarily sacrifice like if i wanted to i could sit around and do nothing all day and just say mass and and, yeah i'm uh, saying but like you sacrifice a a particular lifestyle to live a particular lifestyle right right but I don't think that's so that's enough. We can't rest our laurels oh, on yeah. that. No, I'm saying, yeah. Okay, I, I see what you're rest saying. On our la- rest on our la- laurels. But yeah, I think... And, and then you just you just kind of challenge people. When they say, well, I can't do this for this reason, you say, well, can you really not do that for this reason? And then you ask people to take it to prayer, too. And, and I... I, I Preach a lot about how comfort is something that that hurts us. We look at that quote from Pope Benedict where he says, We weren't made for comfort, we were made for greatness. Like comfort, comfort destroys us. And define comfort. Like, like like I'm gonna come home and I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna watch TV the whole night. I'm not gonna challenge myself to pray. I'm not gonna challenge myself to help my neighbor. You know, like I got a lawnmower, I I have a snowblower, my neighbor needs his house, and it's like I don't have anything to do, but I don't really feel like doing that because I'd just much rather sit inside and drink hot cocoa and watch TV on a cold day. Right. I see what you're saying. I think it's like
1: clutching to comfort. It's making comfort about, like, everything. Right. If if your, your sole purpose in life is to find comfort and pleasure... Then you're doing it wrong.
0: Right. And, and then where do you go first? Like, if you have a rough day, do you bring it to the chapel? Do you bring it to prayer? Or do you go right to Netflix? Or do you say, like, I'm going to go buy uh, a donut because I had a bad day?
1: Well, it depends if Stranger Things drops on that day or
0: not. Well, that I, I'm going to hopefully – I have something to <laughs> do that night, and I'm so
1: mad. I <laughs> wanted to it, watch when it. does it drop? Friday. The Friday so, before Halloween. I've I've never watched shows on time anyway, so I'm not worried about it. So, yeah, so when this, when,
0: it. well, it's also it's all on Netflix.
1: I've long been died to
0: that. So been once to once that? been dead to that. Once this episode <laughs> airs, um, Stranger Things will have already been out for a few days. There you go. I I think there's more to to the topic too. Which no, we good. could actually go on. Yeah. Yeah, we could continue this another time. I feel like there's there are moments where I'm like. Yeah, I think I am getting a little too comfortable. Like I should challenge myself more. And sometimes it's financially where you're like, oh, I'm like feeling all my expenses are covered and this and that. I have X amount to put into a new pair of sneakers. And it's like, oh, maybe I don't have to put into a new pair of sneakers. I could give it to this organization or that. So it's interesting. So I just I had a a question for no one. Uh uh-uh.
1: Like so, a final question? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, when, when you look at, like, you, you're, um, you're at a Catholic high school, and uh, okay. there's been some, some changes in the structure of, of your department and, um, okay. you know, some shifting around, doing things a little bit different. Um, and I was just wondering um, if, you could, if you could talk about how that structure has affected your job. It hasn't.
1: Oh, Amen. <laughs> I'm, I'm answering honestly. I think.
0: What? I don't even know what, ta- what you're talking about when you're saying structure. I don't, I don't know. I was, was just a trying to come one. up with something. Well, that was good. Well, God bless everyone <laughs> who listened to us today. Thanks for coming. You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time. Oh, is that a wrap? Yeah, I guess so.